James, welcome to Talent and Growth. How are we? Good, thank you. Thanks for inviting me. How are you? I'm doing good, doing good. Pleasure to have you here. And uh, this is the, the last Talent and Growth episode of the year. And uh, it's fitting, I think, we're going to be talking about AI, given this being uh, the most incredible year uh, for us all and the impact the AI has had. But So we're going to delve in lots around that. But let's talk, first of all, tell me a bit about your journey, who you are, what you do. I know who you are, but tell them who you are and what you do. And then we'll start talking about what led you to explore AI and TA. Sure. So... I've been in TA for probably longer than I want to remember, but um, I'm now a global recruitment director. I've been working mainly across the advertising, media, entertainment kind of sectors, uh, but with everything from kind of startups to kind of your big kind of matrix, complex matrix corporates. Um, for me, AI, AI for me is, is a tool that I think is going to, allow us to be better at our jobs. It's affecting every single industry, every single person's role uh, in every shape or form. And I think it's something that you really need to embrace uh, and adapt to now, um, because if not, you're going to be stuck in the stone age um, in a year's time. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Whatever you feel, and we've said about this multiple times on this pod, however you feel about AI, you just cannot deny it. Uh, and those who embrace it will certainly do a lot better than those who don't. So we've, we've you created a great guide, which we're going to be kind of talking through on here. And um, I'll share it in the, the footnotes of the podcast as well. But you want to just elaborate on the guide you created and just and just uh, why you did it and just, I suppose, what it's, what it's for? Yeah, look, I mean, I... There has been so much talk around AI. It's, it's you, you can't get away from it. Um, you look on LinkedIn, you look on Facebook, you know, it's everywhere. And I think there is a lot of um, kind of fear around how to address this and that everyone's going to lose their jobs. Everything's going to be run by kind of AI and, and robots. And it's just not the case. I think that I wanted to kind of address some of those kind of uh, common fears hopefully start sparking some ideas around how we can utilize it and implement it within our industry to make us better at our jobs. Give some examples for people to explore, both whether you're a beginner or kind of more intermediate users. Share some examples of the apps that I've had success with that you know I really found useful. Um, but, but as I say, coming back to ultimately kind of sparking some ideas around how we can, we can be better at our jobs in this industry uh, and, and share those, share those success stories. Thanks. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, let's talk about just about. I talked, I mentioned earlier that you got to uh, embrace it. You can't deny it. And and some of the some of those who perhaps sometimes don't embrace it, those who maybe are a little bit scared about AI and the impact it can have. So, what what are some of the common fears uh, that you see or hear around AI and recruitment, and how can we address them? Yeah, look, I think it just comes back to to. I think a lot of people are seeing kind of our industry evolved with the impact of AI. Like, I mean, some roles are potentially going to be, um, are going to disappear. And, but I think that it's going to allow for other roles to kind of evolve. And let me give you an example on that. So where I think AI is really going to have an impact for us is it's going to allow us to be more efficient. It's going to alleviate those mundane, repetitive tasks that we do on a, uh, a day-to-day Um and it, it really depends on the, the size and scale of your organization, the maturity of the, the people, the talent team you have in place. But you know, how many hours of pe- do people waste on interview scheduling or kind of rewriting up your interview notes or um, sourcing for candidates or screening CVs? I mean, there are so many areas that um, I think 
AI can have an impact on. And yes, there are kind of roles that probably will disappear and those will be kind of more the the kind of assistant level, kind of admin level kind of kind of roles uh, or admin aspects of people's kind of roles. Um, but I think what it's going to allow is for us to kind of grow out those centers of excellence within talent acquisition. So if you start thinking about, okay, um, a talent acquisition partner, recruitment partner, whatever you want to call them, typically kind of would be doing their BAU and their recruitment of roles and filling those roles. Um, and in their spare time or with that spare capacity, they would try and do kind of that project work to elevate the maturity of their, uh, their discipline. What AI, I think, is going to allow to do, as I say, from removing those admin aspects of our roles, it's going to give us the capacity or the resources to kind of focus more on that project-based work or those centers of excellence, whether it's um, process and operations, whether it's employer branding, whether it's learning and development. So this change is good. Um, it's not something we should be afraid of. It is something that we should embrace now and, and, and learn as much about as we can, um, as quickly as we can. And if we talk about those mundane tasks, and you mentioned about uh, interview notes, and that's one of my favorite things to do with AI. And I use this both both for the podcast and for clients. So podcasts, when I have an initial chat with somebody, um, I'll, I'll be writing up uh, lots of lots of notes just as I go. Or it's not actually sound writing up. Sometimes I'm writing up. Sometimes I'm using an AI note taking tool these days as well. But I'll get I'll get AI to make sense of it. But what I found, what I, on the client side, um, I find it really useful. And I've had interviews. Hire managers give me their really blunt feedback on the on the particular candidate, how they did. I take those notes, uh, put them into ChatGPT or something and say, um, can you turn this into a really positive, constructive uh, feedback message, with, which is going to have a real emphasis on candidate experience and a high level of it. And boom, you've got a great message there. And it's just uh, it's just made my life very easy. So anything else, anything like that, because still little things like that, it, it sounds obvious, but I didn't think to do that until someone mentioned it to me. I was like, oh God, why have I wasting so much time? So any any others for you any things like that to stand out that have been kind of game changers for you yeah look that's a fantastic example and it is a brilliant way to kind of utilize ai because like i say i mean hiring managers not necessarily all of them are great at giving us feedback um everyone is short of time so utilizing ai to kind of make sure that we enhance that candidate experience and provide kind of a, a some positive feedback is is really important um but i mean there are tons of other areas i mean it's thinking about every aspect of, of the recruitment process, creating inclusive JDs. How many people have joined an organization and inherited um, quite archaic job descriptions? I mean, I have. When I, one of my kind of roles, like, um, I think some of them were up to 10 years old. Like, you know, what company hasn't evolved within 10 years? So the roles changed, but also the culture that, that we live in has changed and how we need to kind of embrace kind of creating a much more inclusive environment at all areas using things like ChatGPT or Pi is great. Like Pi is um, kind of the, the ChatGPT version that was developed by the guys at Google DeepMind, but it's, it's got a much more kind of emotive uh, tone of voice. Um, so utilizing tools like that to create more kind of inclusive JD libraries, especially when you've got a lot of recruitment teams who are, are generalists. So it's, it doesn't, mean that we have to be subject matter experts in every vertical and with roles and companies constantly are changing it allows us to upskill ourselves in certain areas like if a hiring manager comes to you and says like i'm recruiting a, this that and the other and i'm like 
never done that before. Well, okay, go to ChatGPT, go to Pi, start upskilling yourself, find a reading list, get a get an understanding of that uh, area in, in layman's terms. Um, you know, write, write the JD. There are other tools for CV screening, which I think have pros and cons, but we can kind of come onto that later. Interview scheduling, uh, again, like who wants to spend their time trying to schedule interviews with multiple interviewers? Um, when we can automate that part of the process and make it a much more seamless experience for both parties. Um, creating kind of quite robust and current interview questions. Like, again, how many times have hiring managers come to you like, what shall I be asking? Have you got a load of interview questions? And you end up giving them a quite a generic list based on kind of our values. Well, now we can make sure that, okay, we do that, but we tailor it also to the the area that they're recruiting for to make sure that we're really... Um, creating some quite compelling questions that are going to challenge the individual. You mentioned interview note-taking. That's huge. Like, how many times are those things like that missed? Um, and how important is that in actually making sure that we create a, um, an effective and fair process throughout that people are getting measured in the same way? Employer branding, doing copywriting, image generation. I would probably talk about that later, but huge from a recruitment marketing perspective. And then one that I'm really interested to see how it evolves um, is creating kind of AI bots. And AI bots are, are very different from those kind of traditional customer service bots that, you know, just automate a, um, a automated, sorry, they automate a populated answer. Like AI is, it's adaptive to kind of all the information that we give it, but it, this could be amazing, both from the candidate experience to allow candidates to really get an understanding of what the process looks like for them, the time it's going to take, where their CV or where they are in the process and get those kind of regular check-ins uh, in real time, as well as thinking about our internal stakeholders, like um, all those documents we get asked for on a regular basis, like that just take a lot of time from us on a weekly, monthly or annual basis, whether it's asking for, right, can you share a JD template? Can you give me some interview questions? Can you do that? Can, well, actually, if we create these AI bots internally to kind of access the right resources, then we can give answers to our internal stakeholders and take away kind of that pain point too. Anyway, look, those yeah. are a couple areas, but it's, as soon as you start thinking about it, it just goes on and on and on. 100%. So let's break down some of those things. So let's talk about, um, definitely want to get into the bot side, because I don't know much about the bots. Uh, I've not really explored that a bit, so I'm interested to hear about that. So, but let's, let's before we get to that, let's talk about... Um, how we can use AI in copywriting to enhance the recruitment process. Um, actually, no, sorry, we talked about that. We talked about job descriptions. Let's talk about how we can improve candidate communication and engagement. Let's talk about that. Yeah, so bots is a big thing for, I think, for this. Like, uh, if you've ever been a candidate um, or if you ever speak to a candidate, I think one of their biggest frustrations is they just don't get any updates. They, in a lot of period. A lot of the time they'll get an automated email, thank you for your application. And then if they haven't been successful, they don't ever hear anything. Well, I think things like bots can change that candidate experience so and enhance it, thinking about how we keep them up to date with the process. Um, and as I say, like we could program these bots to really give them a, a timeline. Okay, we aim to fill the role within said amount of um, days or, or weeks. Um, this is how many stages are involved. This is who's involved. Um, and, and program the bots to be able to give them an update of where they are sitting in our, our ATS as well. So I think 
things like that could be really kind of useful. Um, and again, take away a lot of the, the in-mail kind of email response that we get from candidates uh, and, and provide it to the candidate in a timely manner. Um, other ways I think are using things like those uh, chat GPTs and, and those pies to create templates for us to that we can embedded in the ATS to enhance that candidate experience, where, whether it's um, making sure that we're creating templates and correspondence at each touch point, or we're thinking also about creating um, more tailored candidate outreach. Because again, like, again, if you're thinking about LinkedIn recruiter and when we're in-mailing candidates, a lot of that stuff is really generic. And actually, that's the biggest reason why in-mail response is so low. Um, if we can create <clears throat> a, a way to tailor a response that um, that really generates an impact to the candidate, makes them feel like this is an individual kind of message, um, and we can edit that so many ways. We can uh, make that, we can change the tone. Um, you know, you can set some of these AI chatbots to kind of in the tone of Barack Obama or like whoever, like you can, I could copy and paste your LinkedIn profile to make it resonate in your own tone. So like, I think things like that are going to be really kind of uh, impactful, um, probably more so at that exec kind of level, but I think at all levels, it will, it will have an impact. Yeah, one of the things I'm going to be doing uh, next week when I get some time, because it will take some time, is uh, creating talent and growth GPT. And uh, I will be uploading every single podcast uh, I've done into chat, the transcript into chat GPT. So that we have kind of this uh, super uh, talent and people uh Bot, I guess that's a bot, is it? I'm not sure. Uh, which would then be able to, I can put out open source and allow people to ask questions. So is that the type of thing that could work quite well, do you think? Yeah, look, I think, you know, you're combining kind of different subject matter experts across our industry. Um, I think, yeah, that'd be really interesting to see how that, that comes out. You'll be in the machine, mate. You're going to be in the machine. That's it. <laughs> So let's talk about um, how we can use AI for ideas and content generation and employer branding specifically. Cool. So look, I mean, the ideal generation piece, uh, I think is an interesting topic because I still think humans are going to have that, that stronger creative element to, to the process. But where I think AI comes into play is, you know, Okay, from my personal example, uh, personal situation, when I was writing this, this topic about AI, actually, I went to ChatGBT, or I went to Pi and I said, what are the biggest trending topics in talent acquisition or in recruitment at the moment? And that was the one that came up top. It gave me a couple other things to kind of start thinking about, but I was the one who curated and uh, wrote that, that article and, and structured it and things like that. But AI helped me come up with the idea to actually, okay, prioritize to do that one. Um, so mm. I think that is, uh, that is where you can use these AI tools because you know, they are open source. They have access to like, so much information, so much data. Um, so it'd be silly not to use data. Like, we all talk about that using data to drive decisions. So why wouldn't we do it in this situation? Um, and talking a bit more about that around curating content, you can use it to from a both a short form and long form. Like I could have got ChatGPT uh, or 
Pi to kind of write that that article for me. I actually tested it out to see how it would how it compared to what I wrote, and it came up with some interesting things, and there were some um, similar kind of topics. But ultimately, I think it creates almost like a template, and then you can kind of tailor that um, based on your subject matter expertise and your ideas uh, and the feedback you've got from you know individuals within the industry. I think there are other areas you can use it from an employer branding perspective. So. If you're thinking about your employer brand, like you've got to think about everything, right? You've got to think about, okay, when do I schedule content? Where do I schedule it? How frequently do I schedule it? What kind of content is most impactful? Like, so again, you can use this for all of that and everything from, as I say, from um, written content to image generation, uh, video content. And like, that's powerful. Um, and that is efficiency. Let's talk a bit more about the imagery piece. And so I suppose that probably links to the curating content for social media specifically. So talk to me a bit about that one. Because I, I've not really, I've not done anything with imagery actually. So really fascinating to hear that. Yeah, so I mean, look, I would ask every recruiter, like, how many of us have missed out on an opportunity to post content due to the lack of resource or being trumped by a commercial, te- commercial team's priorities? Because for me, that's been my biggest uh, blocker um, when I've been creating kind of content, whether it's been, okay, I'm doing an early careers program or I want to uh, do a piece of content to um, celebrate a holiday or, or something like that. Um, and I don't want it to be a boring piece of just short form written content. I want it to kind of partner with a, a nice piece of imagery or a really nice kind of short form GIF or, or video. But the marketing teams are too busy because, and rightfully so, they they're fighting for resource themselves and they've got to prioritize the, the kind of commercial kind of um, teams. And, and that, that's, that's fine. Um, but what do we do as recruiters? Like maybe limited by, okay, we could go to a freelancer or we can use um, archive content, but that's not the best case like scenario. Using AI is, is, is a solution for that. And not only is it a solution for that, but the content is unique. The content, you haven't got to worry about copyrights or anything like that at all. Um, And it's going to be exact, well, not exactly, but I would say some of these image generators where you see you type what you want and it will generate an image or generate multiple images and then you can kind of tailor it from there. And there's plenty out there. I mean, ChatGPT has DALI if you, you pay the subscription. Um, you've got Adobe Firefly. There's a number out there. You've got kind of a, a paid or a freemium version. Um, but they're great. They're great solutions to allow you to kind of get what you need uh, out there um, and a really, in a really creative and individual way. So I, I love that. How do you feel? So I, I'd, I'd actually never heard of Pi before. Um, so I'm going to having a look at that. But I, my go-to just is, is typically ChatGPT. Uh, I also use Claude. I find, find Claude actually quite good for content um, for writing kind of blogs based off the podcast and stuff. But do you, how do you? I know ChatGPT is like the one, the pioneer. But what, is that? How do you feel about ChatGPT compared to the other ones out there now? Do you think ChatGPT is a bit? I don't know, a bit behind, not behind, but is that maybe not? Because it does, it is quite repetitive with some of the, the answers it gives you sometimes in terms of if you're trying to get content stuff. I don't know if you've found that. So I think like any tool, there, there are pros and cons. I mean, look, if you're using chat GPT like 3.5, then the, the biggest uh, clawback is the fact that the content that you're getting back is going to be limited to the fact that it only 
um, has information up to 2021. If you're paying for the, the paid version, which I think it's like 20 pounds a month, something like that, then you're getting a really up-to-date, you're getting ChatGPT 5.0, uh, you're getting the, the image generator DALI in addition to that. So it's a good tool. Pi is great. It's, as I say, the pros are, or it's USP, is that it kind of says that it's much more of a, um, more of a, more of a human or emotional, human emotional kind of tool. I don't know, I'm describing mm-hmm. that very well. Um, but these tools are constantly evolving. There are tons out there. Um, there's another one I've just read that a, um, a French innovator funded by Google has just got something like a hundred and sorry, no, $450 million of investment in the, the recent funding. And it's going to be like 10 times as powerful as chat GPT. Um, mm. So I think like anything, it's just staying kind of current with what's out there, testing them out and seeing what works for you and in your industry and your role. I don't think there's necessarily a kind of a right or wrong answer. They're all great, um, but it's just what's going to be best for you. What about uh, let's talk? We touched on it earlier on. Let's talk about the advantages of uh, the advantages of AI algorithms and CV screening. I suppose the pros and cons of that. Where how do you where do you sit with that? Yeah, so look, I'm I'm still on the fence there. Like I I see that there are advantages from using it. So you know a as long as you program um, the system correctly, uh, you know, AI is not going to be biased. So you can remove all bias from that stage of the process. Um, I think it's also really good for companies, probably big, like bigger organizations who are either uh, recruiting on a real large scale um, or kind of lo- recruiting large scale repetitive roles. So it might be, say, for example, like a uh, a retail assistant or something like that, right? And you're recruiting 100, 200, 3, 4, 500 of those a year. Now, the likelihood is that the key responsibilities and the skills are probably the same. And you could program that into kind of AI um, to screen through kind of what I imagine is going to be quite a high volume of CVs that come through. The same probably with things like early careers roles as well. Um, I was speaking to someone the other day and they put one roll up and they had 2,000 applications within like two weeks. Um, yeah. That's a lot of time for someone to spend to screen through 2,000 applications, right? Especially at that level when how are you really differentiating kind of what you're looking for? Because at that level, you're not going to have a lot of experience. Like, so you probably could do more. Okay, is it based on the qualifications? Um, you know, or is it based on like these kind of skills or are you going to put a case? So... I think it will work with things like that. For me, where I think the disadvantages are um, and what worries me is you're going to miss out on the human element that the recruiter adds to the process. So mm-hmm. those wild cards that get thrown into the process that, I mean, I don't know how many times I've thrown a wild card into the process that they, they are the one that have got the role. And that's whether, yeah. whether that's because you know, and sorry, that recruiter knows more about the culture of that team, what they have in that team, what they're missing in that team, whether that's from a, a skill set, whether that's from a people uh, perspective, um, whether that's because you know how that's, that team and that part of the company is evolving and what skills are going to need in the next 6, 12, 18 months, um, and, or whether just because as someone who's embedded within the organization, you just get really good vibes about this person. I think that, that that is what we're going to miss. And like some of those people I've thrown into um, the process, they don't get the role every time, but how many times they do get the role? Like 
it's it's incredible and it's the recruiter that's normally championing those individuals and ai won't do that so i think what you potentially have not only missing that is then end up with a lot of carbon copies within an organization like a lot of people either with the same life experiences with the same skills with the same backgrounds and that's going to impact the not only that team and the success of that team because we know diverse teams and i'm not necessarily talking about like gender or ethnicity but just kind of diversity of thought and, and diversity of life experiences you're going to miss out on those high performance teams and you're going to miss out on building a, a much more kind of broader and inclusive culture. So that's, that's what worries me. That said, I haven't got loads of experience with these platforms. So if someone wants to challenge me and say, actually, like, I played around with this, this, and this, and they are fantastic, I'm more than open to exploring those. I just haven't seen one that works amazing at the moment. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. And with... And with... All these layers we've talked about of AI um, impacting the, the 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 sourcing process, the interview process, the hiring process, um, and there's probably it's going to go further and further. And I think we touched upon this at the event I met you at. Shout out to uh, Seeker, which was around where does it end? Because we could end up with um, we, we maybe we are already doing this. I don't know. We got AI kind of reaching out to candidates, AI doing initial. Uh, email screenings. We're going to get to a point where AI is doing phone screenings, video screenings. We we will get there. You know, as, as scary as that may sound. So, what impact do you think this all has on the human element of recruitment, and and that that thing that you know that maybe makes us, you know, the good recruiters good at their job? Yeah. So, I think it depends on how you you really implement and utilize AI, but I think. As I say, I think AI is going to be most effective at taking away those kind of mundane and repetitive tasks, because I think where where recruiters are going to really be able to add value, and it comes back down to what you said, that human element is mm. is building relationships within the business. Like it is, you know, creating those stronger relationships with your stakeholders, getting a, a really, really embedded within your your teams. Um, not only just from like people and having those coffee or water cooler chats, but um, understanding the business and getting really understand, good understanding of the commercials and where it's going to be able to not only kind of um, to respond to current tasks, but think ahead of that and start identifying kind of future problems or future talent they need to be um, getting into the business. I think it's also going to allow us to focus on creating a stronger candidate experience, like. I haven't seen a team yet that has all the resources and the capacity to create a, a really amazing candidate experience. I think we we are limited with our time and we have to go on from one role to the next, when that role's filled, you know, we work with another team. And that means sometimes candidates can get like lost or forgotten. And I think actually, if we can spend more time with our candidate network, um, not only are we going to get to know those candidates more and be able to kind of stay in touch, almost like a, an alumni kind of thing, like create much stronger relationships with those guys. But I expect we're also, it will make our lives easier in the sense of good people know great people. So mm. it might be that, okay, we stay in touch with them and we tell them, okay, we've got a role, but it's, it's, you might not be interested at the moment, but do you know anyone and the likelihood is like they probably do. And I think by things like that, 
Um, things like, as I say, kind of being so embedded within our candidate network um, or being able to go to more events and things like that, that we are more on point with what's going on or be able to, as I say, highlight talent to our stakeholders, I think is going to be, going to be good, um, as well as benefiting the employer brand by creating such a strong candidate experience. Like if people only have positive things to say, whether they were successful or not in the process, that is a win. Um, and that's not norm normally the, the case. And then lastly, I think it is that capacity to spend on more creative and innovative projects that elevates that, that TA department. Um, again, I've never been in a, in a department um, or a team that I think has nailed everything. Um, I think there's always something you can be working on. You should always be striving to do better. Um, and we are working in an industry that is constantly evolving. So capacity is the thing I think limits us from doing that, capacity or resources. Um, but AI could be fantastic tool if used correctly to to increase the capacity we have for those kind of areas and who doesn't want to work on those kind of things right like it gives us more diversity in our roles like it challenges us it allows us to kind of um use our brains and um and build on things um and as a team i think collectively again thinking about that diversity of thought bring us all together on things like that um i think we got to create something quite special Love it. Final question. Let's just kind of tie a bow around that. So we, we know, we obviously know ChatGPT. I'm going to start looking at Pi after this. Um, what are some other tools or resources that you'd recommend for recruiters to start experimenting with other, other, uh, other elements of AI? Yeah, look, so ChatGPT and Pi are both great um, as a kind of an AI tool. Um, Adobe Flyfly and Dali are great from an image generation um, dialogue flow uh, is what I've used to kind of create my bots in the past. Um, it's pretty, I say famous last words, pretty easy to use. Like it gets as complex as you want it to get, but it's mm. a great tool. Um, I've used Otter from a, um, a note taking kind of tool. Um, but Paul, what have you used in the past from that? Just well, I'd, I'll, I'll put a disclaimer in it because they are a partner of the show, um, so I'm heavily biased, but it literally has changed my life, and that is MetaView. Um, it's phenomenal. It is so good. Uh, I've just got – so I'm one of the, the main client I'm working with, with right now. I've introduced it to all of them, and they're just like, where's this been? Um, they're an American business, and uh, they just never heard of it, and they're just like, I can't believe how much time it's saved, and it's just it's – just, it's built for it's AI. It's built for recruiters for the note taking. So they are a partner. Uh, so disclaimer, but no, it is phenomenal. To be fair, I have heard of those guys, and I've only heard good things about the tool. So it's one that I, I definitely wanted to explore in more detail. Um, from a, a scheduling perspective, Calendly is great. I mean, it's been around for years, but um, and there is a freemium version that you can use as an individual, even if you don't have a company um, uh, subscription. But but it's it's great. Um, and then something else that I've been playing around recently with um, anyone that loves data and has spent just countless hours on Excel is there's an Excel, it's called Excel Formula Bot. You type in what you want the formula to do and it will essentially create the, the formula for you. Um, I've been starting to find that quite useful um, when you combine that with things like um, Power BI from a data visualization perspective. Um, it's quite a cool tool as well. But there are tons out there, um, way more that I'd love to explore. And uh, if anyone has any that they've had some great success with or they just think are fantastic, 
I would love to hear about them. Amazing. Thanks so much, James. Well, look, I'm, as I said, I'm going to put the uh, the blog you wrote in the notes of the show. Uh, but listen, thank you so much for being a part of Talent and Growth. Oh, I love it. Thank you, Paul.